Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Spencer, is your phone charged? It is. Thank you for asking, <laughs> sugar. Hell yes. <laughs> I, got, I got a whopping 61% charge. You know so what? I'll take it. I gave, I gave my phone a biscuit is what you're... <laughs> I made biscuits I, today. With I the did. Wine. I made. Oh, they were good. they were fucking good, weren't they? They were good. Did you say it to yourself when you were going to come? You did, didn't you? You thought you were like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna have a biscuit, <laughs> and I did. Yeah, it feels good. It and feels good to do that. Good. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 like two percent more Tennessean now. You're like, oh, I'll make myself a biscuit. Most importantly, I didn't. Like wait in line for an eight dollar biscuit. Somewhere no, you didn't. Like a fucking mark. Like a, fucking like a chump. <laughs> I just like to point out the one episode where we don't have Holly on, and Holly's not on tonight because mm-hmm. of technical difficulties. Is the one where all that the the struggle to reach one thousand is real. When Holly's on, no problem. Oh no, it pops. Five seconds. We go ahead. And, when go it's ahead and when it it's fucking misogyny after dark over here. <laughs> slow, slow climb, slow wheezy climb to the top of one thousand mountain. Once we once we get that going, we might have to we might have to settle for. I will not settle for nine hundred. We will not get going. Oh, that's it already. The soft bigotry of Spencer's Lord expectations. You're on, you're on men's rights after dark. That's right. Yep. You know, it, it's really it's the only safe it's the only safe space for me now. The Twitter space. Unless they want to cancel yeah. me for my fuzzy math. I'm Once seeing, again. I'm seeing uh, crying emojis in the chat uh, as soon as Jordan Peterson weighing in. Once again, yeah. people not, not listening to Full Cast After Dark Live are silencing white males, <laughs> as, as so many parts of the world are. That's why they won't let me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm simply too powerful. <laughs> <laughs> that dude really said clean that dude really said i think you should clean your room and like ten thousand dudes were like what what did he say that or did he say you should tell your mom to clean your room we're being discriminated against you oh, should we go. tell your mother to did clean your room it? are we there we did uh come on let's let, let's no let's let's all right yeah we'll go ahead oh. let's, let's roll once, once no. the um, social media cancel culture <laughs> stops, uh, stops, we're being shadow banned. I think is you what's see, happening. You see, males have an inherent need to dominate <laughs> social media. That is true. Also, I can't do math. It's you my know, favorite. You know what it is? How can we talk over Holly if she's not here? It, correct, correct. Um, we can do this now. Well, by the way, well, if you think about it, right now we are talking over every woman on earth. Technically. Death. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Forecast after dark for men. Welcome. 
to the full cast after dark. We are here to recap the week that was in college football as best we can. Um, that will include my assump- my assertion that I watched the most dog shit loss for a dog shit team this year today. Uh, today, <laughs> and I don't think everyone's going to agree with me because I think they have another dog shit team they want to mention. Um, and uh, I want to go ahead and introduce everyone here. I'm Spencer Hall at ADSBS. You're listening to me talking with Jason Kirk and with Ryan Nanny, um, aka Celebrity Hot Tub. We are going to try to get through all of this. I see in the chat, by the way, listening all the way from beautiful Australia, Jane Coaston. Shouts out to Jane for listening from the literally the other side of the world. And good morning to you. Or should I say good day? Can I just point out uh, Jay Arnold? Texas A&M Aggie uh, is just, <laughs> just hammering the tear emojis. <laughs> There's surely a reason for that. It probably what? probably goes along, Spencer, with the dog shit loss you were referring to Jay, a moment ago. Jay, Jay was at the LSU Ole Miss game doing Chewies today with Ashton Cook. He was. So. He was. <laughs> so he had a fine time. As, as A&M days go, his was fine. He had the best day of any Aggie. That is for That's certain. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I've always appreciated when Aggies go to LSU for a tailgate because I have to imagine it's like showing up with the Lost Boys for the first time, right? When you roll with Peter Pan, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> they never go to bed. <laughs> there are no soldiers here. <laughs> I'm allowed to untuck my shirt. I'm allowed to untuck my shirt. Wee. Untuck my shirt, pour beer down my pants, and then drink my pants. Their hair's not combed. <laughs> yeah, this bunch is, of freaking hippies here in Louisiana. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that guy. That guy only has one gun as a sidearm. That's amazing. <laughs> here I am in the liberal utopia of Louisiana. Now hold Bad on. That's, that's his cooking gun. Be nice. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I light my cigar. <laughs> Uh, all right, so you want to talk about A&M South Carolina. God, I do want to talk about <laughs> A&M South Carolina. <laughs> the first so ever bad. victory for the Gamecocks in this r- trophy rivalry, I believe. The lesson the lesson is that, yes, in the cross, this is, again, everything that we say today is going to lead back to LSU is somehow doing things right and being competent because they defeated their cross-divisional rivalry rival as billy gomila pointed out okay i mispronounced his name again i'm very sorry billy but i'm very excited about how bad your rival is um that would be texas a&m who's in the same division but lost to their cross-divisional rival okay because lsu defeated florida earlier this season handily um y'all play south carolina as your cross-divisional rival and lo did we mock this ha 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 the essential kenny hill kenny the thrill hill game between texas a&m and south carolina and yet and yet, what does AM do but immediately face plant when they enter this game, going down 17 to 3, mounting a valiant comeback, and then getting stomped out, getting absolutely mashed out on the last two drives by five and two South Carolina. Capitalism is a lie. And I'm not going to tell that to you for reasons that there's a better system. I don't have any alternatives, but I do know this. Jimbo Fisher makes the money whether they suck or not, and they <laughs> suck. 
They suck so bad. The incentives have failed. The budgets have crashed. I have nothing to tell you other than you have in year five, $95 million going to a dude who is coaching you into being Marshall. That's what you're facing. <laughs> hey, 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 Marshall, Marshall beat Notre Dame. Settle Mar- down, settle down. Marshall okay. also beat James Madison, and I don't think A&M could do that. <laughs> I don't think they could Didn't JMU beat App State? Right, 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 yeah. right there we yeah. have a transitive yeah. path that yeah. A&M cannot travel. <laughs> And at the time, we were like, oh, that's App State. That's, you know, that's like perpetual Cinderella, right? That's little glass Joe. South Carolina is like the anti-App State. South Carolina is literally the App State way. you're always supposed to beat. Man, man, South Carolina is crap state. You lost to them. <laughs> and you know who you don't want to see coming down the sidewalk when you just left the bar with $500 in cash and no ability to defend yourself after 12 drinks? That's right. Shane Beamer, Big Shane needs your money, and Big Shane's gonna take it. <laughs> Shane Beamer's like, they pay me sixty grand a year, but they let me carry nunchucks. <laughs> That's why I'm in South Carolina for Sweetest life, brother. King of the world. <laughs> I like that he appears genuinely stunned every time they win. Yes. Like he goes out, and he's like, yes. I love these kids so much. Oh my oh god, my god, we fucking yes. It is a very, it is a very like we just hit a buzzer beater in March Madness. <laughs> To I don't fair. know how we I don't know how we beat Duke, but you know, I'm just glad to be here. To be fair, this one did uh, have more drama than it really needed to. Sure. Oh, like, yeah. It was it was clear for like an hour South Carolina was gonna win. And it came down to, you know, uh, Carolina had a nine not a nine point lead. Uh, AM hits the the field goal with seventeen seconds to go and then gets the onside kick. And then this was this was the part of this game that struck me the most. Um, with ten seconds to go attempted the 50-ish yard Hail Mary. Quarterback didn't appear capable of throwing it that far, which is fine, no shame there. But shouldn't you know that and use some of those 10 seconds to get within his range? (laughs) Nope. It was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. You hired this coach because he's good at thinking up football plays. Well, well, he makes $95 million and you don't, Jason, so who's right? So the market, I think the invisible hand has clapped itself firmly to Jimbo's back and not yours, (laughs) The invisible hand swatted that ball out of the sky well before the goal line. Um, so this drops A and M to what three and four now? Yep. Okay. Let's so, look. So let's I, lo- do I it. looked. Let's I looked. Do it. Then I all three of us. Schedule. All three of us look at their oh, schedule. No. I didn't even. This you you guys get to the schedule. Oh, thing. it's this bad. Is, this is what oh, I looked yeah. at. The last time A and M was below five hundred in October, uh-huh. Ryan Tannehill was a freshman on the team. <laughs> oh. It was two thousand eight. A freshman wide receiver. That's how long ago that was. A&M joined the brand new Big 12 in 1996. And since then, this is the number of years in which they have three or fewer losses. Three losses is not necessarily an amazing season, but it's pretty good. They've done that three times. In that same time span, Wazoo has done it five times. <laughs> mm. This, this, I mean, like every, every mean thing we say about Texas is probably actually about Texas A&M. The more that I think about it. Or at least both. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, yes, it's not mm-hmm. not about AM. That's what it is. Cheers, <laughs> by the way, in the chat, Jay Arnold, AM crad and former player for AM, absolutely fucking hammering the crying emojis. Like he's just hitting them over and it's all I see on the screen. It's beautiful. He, he's also commented, I ain't going to lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> like, like AM. 
A&M in 2022 is like meeting somebody who is somehow currently the CEO of Blockbuster Video. It's like you've lost. <laughs> the world left you behind so long ago. Why are you still doing this? Like, but you, you own Blockbuster and you owe all the fees that haven't been yes, paid. But you also want to brag Jimbo's about contract. But you also want to brag about being Blockbuster and how awesome that is. Block, you don't know this, but Blockbuster won the Video Rental Championship in 1915. That's a lot more recent than A&M's most recent title. That is more recent. That is oh, 1915? Is that yes. what you said? Excuse me. Yes. All right, all right. Excuse me. That That is the correct error. <laughs> yeah. I also have more stats for you, uh, more records, more information. Uh, from Bruce Feldman, A&M has lost its last four games against unranked FBS opponents. Oh, Jesus. Jimbo, well, no, no, we got more death spiral narrative coming here. <laughs> and Jimbo Fisher is two and six in the Aggies' last eight against FBS competition. FBS. They are also last. They are also last in the SEC in scoring. This is more from Bruce. And number one hundred and eleven entering today. They've gone nine games against FBS opponents without scoring more than twenty-four points. Tomorrow, it'll mark more than a year since AM scored more than that in a game. This is AM is if <laughs> NC State They're knew how to coordinator, <laughs> and he costs ninety-five million dollars. AM is if <laughs> NC State. Knew how to knew how to press a pair of pants and had a really cool dog. That's Jesus it. That's Ryan. it. A <laughs> and is just beveled cow. <laughs> oh my god! I thought I was being mean. Good God, that's it's bad. I mean, All right, I don't so wanna, do like... do the schedule thing. Do the schedule thing. You know the but Nebraska that stays up late. <laughs> <laughs> schedule thing. How are you corny, Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> That's their whole thing. I maintain those jokes are good. <laughs> like I like that they do. I like that they do basic vaudeville jokes at midnight yell that are so bad. Like, you know how dumb an LSU tiger is. How dumb are they? Someone drove up in a car, and the tiger was like, "What's wrong with your horse?" <laughs> Woo! Get him! Woo! But, but but like with like random pauses between like every eight words, saw a yeah. car, huh, or whatever. And, and it's it, what's fucked about it is it's like these jokes didn't make haven't made you good in the last thirty years. Why are we sticking to this? I think uh, the jokes just keep getting older to try to go back to that nineteen fifteen era. I see. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do these in Gaelic to see if they can yeah. take maybe. Yeah. Uh, schedule schedule walk. Uh, up next, give me a W or an L. Ole Miss. Uh, I will say that's an L. Three and five. All right, you two are biased on this one, but they're going to play the Florida Gators. <sighs> Every Florida game feels like a coin flip, so I don't know. Spencer, do you want to take win or loss, and I'll take the other one? It's possible Spencer's frozen. I think Spencer's frozen, <laughs> although he does look like he's just contemplating his thumb, right? <laughs> contemplating the... Aggies. All right, so it's just the Jason. All right, so if it's up to me, uh, I'll be the optimist and I'll say Florida wins. Florida, Florida wins. Okay. All right, at Auburn. Uh, I will give that one to A and M, and Spencer's okay. gone. Spencer's Fantastic. Spencer's gone, but still in the space. Can you, if y'all can hear him on the space, drop in an emoji. Oh, he's we, definitely we, talking on the space, isn't we can't, he? We can't hear him on the. That's Zoom. amazing. That's. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Technology. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, up next for AM, we have UMass. I have to give that to Anna. If they lose to UMass, like, 
at that point, the global economy should intentionally collapse so that Jimbo's buyout means nothing. <laughs> Can I wonder, like, does UMass even have enough money to pay Jimbo? Like, literally, no. the university? No. Not, not the football no. program. No. Like, endowments and shit. No. All right, so it all comes down to this rivalry week, two days after Thanksgiving, Texas A&M versus LSU. So the only reason I'm going to say A&M wins is because that's not what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'll give A&M that win. All right, so A&M has just punched their ticket. Lurched to, to six to bowl be, eligible. To be, tweeted, shirts. to be tweeted about by the bowl season account. <laughs> um, A&M has secured a trip to the Independence Bowl or thereof yeah. in a year in which they started number six in the country with uh, the number one recruiting class with uh, – hey, Spencer's back on the Zoom – with um, Jimbo as like Saban's kryptonite nemesis yeah. was the yeah. storyline. Yep, yep. Gosh, yep. that was a long time ago. Yep. And 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 rampantly cheating, allegedly, mm-hmm. rampantly cheating mm-hmm. to go three and four. Cheating for what? Cheating <laughs> for what, y'all? Spencer's back I'm on the back team. And I got more to say. Oh man! Hi. So so Spencer, we went through the schedule. I generously gave them six and six, and they'll they'll make bowl eligibility. Oh, did you say they'd beat Florida? That's a no, I said Florida would win, but I said they'd beat uh, LSU because that game won't happen the way it's supposed to happen. Oh, I don't see any chance of that happening. I'm going to go ahead. But let's put him at five and seven. I love okay. It. All right. I love it. <laughs> this, it. Here's the fucked up thing. Even if we are completely wrong and they run, they run through the rest of the schedule, it's still a complete failure of a season. Yeah. It's still a four loss season where you like won't finish. I don't know. You'll maybe finish third in the division at that point. It's ah. Uh, Bull, you hate to say thank, it. Thank God, thank God for Auburn, though, right? Thank God for Auburn. God. Said very few people ever. Otherwise, you'd be the only tire fire around. I, I, I already tweeted about this, but I'll bring it up briefly. Today, Bo Nix threw as many touchdowns as Auburn has thrown all season. Five. They need him back. <laughs> he looks so, bring, he looks so much home. happier out there. <laughs> I hope he embraced everything about the Oregon lifestyle. I hope he's like, yeah, I got to go parasail while I'm high on an edible. <laughs> good. He's lost all trace of his accent. He's driving an outback around, just feeling good about vibes. He's like, yeah, you know, my girlfriend got me into crystals. It's cool. Like he's. Yeah. I, I missed Chick-fil-A for like 48 hours and then just kind of forgot about it. Yeah. You know, like it's not that good. It's, crazy. it's really not. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I like my tea. Just, you know, like tea, man. I don't need to put a whole lot of sugar in yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. It's crazy. I don't, <laughs> need, I don't, I don't need a, a candy bar in my tea anymore. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> He's turned against everything he stood for, which was playing the weirdest football anyone's ever seen. <laughs> playing the weirdest football consistently. Did, did, did you all watch the Oregon UCLA game? I, I watched the, the, the pull away. I watched Oregon hit the Jets on UCLA. Bo Nix looked fucking amazing in that game. He looked great. Like, his decision-making was great. It was like, he would take the ball, and it was like, step, 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 ball out. Step, step, step. Like, he hit deep passes. He ran the ball, like, smartly and intentionally. Bo Nix was a fucking killer in this game. No trace of any of the, like... The, I think what happened in Georgia was that was him like 
puking all the auburn out of his system like that was the detox of the all all the auburn that was left the purge yes i'm looking at his pass his career passer rating by a year yeah 125 123 130 157 yes yes like he's he's having a great time the the georgia game was what it was but everything like and he's had some weird moments since then as well but this game specifically he was lights fucking out it was it was really fun to watch honestly both of these teams but like there was one punt in this game and Oregon was the one that had it it ruled <laughs> it is maybe this is why this is this is basically why every QB should transfer once so i've already but i've already fucked up the order and i'm sorry because we said we were going to do this all right so go let's go back on the schedule Okay, remind me remind me where a m has its wins already um so let's see they did beat uh miami right let's talk let's talk about they miami. beat arkansas yeah because sam houston sam houston sam, is sam houston is trying very hard and arkansas is going through it and needs some space yeah yeah but what about miami what but miami actually? i would like what did anybody <laughs> anybody have any information on what they did today <laughs> I don't know. You see, I could check this here score. Well, the uh, the the school of turnover chain fame um, <laughs> coughed it up eight times <laughs> <laughs> after retiring the turnover chain. Okay, but they were probably playing like Clemson or they somebody were... <laughs> with like a ridiculous I, defense, I, right? I have an answer. Well, yeah. I, um, yeah. They were playing. They were playing fucking Duke. <laughs> Duke starting QB had 136 yards of total passing. Oh, but maybe they ran for like 500. No, no, just a tidy 200. Respectable. Surely all these turnovers, all it did was like it made it so like Duke's like squeaked out a bullshit victory, right? Like, it was 45-21, no, no. Jason. <laughs> Do you do you know so so that's a margin of twenty four. Do you know how many points Duke scored off turnovers? How many? Twenty four points. Hit <laughs> <laughs> right. the number on the goddamn head. <laughs> this box score is a crime. <laughs> oh, this is God. They turned the. They gave up the ocho. They got the full ocho. Like like, Miami Miami A and M was a ranked ranked matchup at the time. And there was like some heat, some some heat on it, and man, that was stupid. And man, Miami sure did lose it. This, this may be this is a worse loss than the MTSU loss. I can't believe I'm saying uh, that. Whoa. I don't Whoa. know about that. I don't know about that. Have you seen Have you seen what MTSU has done since they've then? They've been They've been fine. Don't look. <laughs> for the record, has never for, has never been fine. For the record, MTSU since beating Miami and going on every television and radio program they could to brag about it, lost to UTSA by fifteen, lost to UAB by twenty seven, and yeah. lost to uh, Western Kentucky by eighteen. They well, were these all. These are all better teams than Miami. So I don't think <laughs> that's, that's true. That's the true. The difficulty is they are working their way through the Mortal Kombat ladder. Miami was an easy fatality victory. So, except they keep working their way down on the Mortal Kombat ladder. They've already. They've, right? I think they've proved their point. Is the thing. <laughs> we've we've said enough. Our point is that we are not good at football. We would like to stop proving this point. We are better than Miami at football. I uh, I'm just thankful as I'm thankful as a Florida fan that Miami exists. So that we're you're like, oh, look at those guys. Mm-hmm. Jeez, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Flor- uh, Florida and Miami fans are really locked in a like that fucking idiot, and and just like one upping each other very carefully as the season <laughs> goes on. And oh, they yeah, both yeah. they both still have to play Florida State, which is also going to be fun. Yeah. Also, like we have to play Georgia, so I'm going to get in these eight turnovers before next weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. That's <laughs> before fine. An- before Anthony Richardson throws ten picks in a game. I don't. I'm listen. I know that you and I approach this differently, and we're this is Florida didn't even play today, so we're not going to talk about this long. No, is there no, anything that could happen in the Florida Georgia game that would make you mad? That would make you like, Ugh! no, right, right. You know why? Because Georgia's not fucking Duke. <laughs> <laughs> you gave this is. Do you want to know? Like seriously, you gave Duke on the football field what Duke gives its graduates in real life: eight turnovers to start. That's what you get, right? Like, oh, I, I got that prime consultancy. That's eight turnovers. I saw. I want to. I want to get this right because it's it's just stupid. All right, this is from our friend Lieutenant Winslow on Twitter. Six of <laughs> six of Duke's fifteen possessions today started inside the Miami thirty. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I think the reason is, is it's not more than that. It's because like two of the turnovers were like pick sixes, so I think, technically I think wasn't those a count position. Too. Do yeah. they? The, y'all are playing fucking half court basketball. Oh man, man. So uh, as of now, three times in five seasons, Miami has started ranked and finished unranked. I'm gonna go ahead and aggressively. I'm gonna go ahead and count this year on that list. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, that is difficult to do because you have to be both bad while m- people making people think you're good. Right, yeah. it's a it's a tricky balance to pull off. There's only a few schools that can do it. Um, Miami is uh, high on that list. Here is the thing that might be unique. I this cannot possibly have happened many times in college football history. Miami has started ranked, finished unranked three times in five years with three different head coaches. That's tough to do. They're gonna fix. It's fine. This will fix it. Mm-hmm. This will be the one. This is the one who will make it stop. This is the one. Um, let's let's play the schedule game with yes. Miami's remaining uh, schedule. <clears throat> okay, I'll call them out, and you guys give me win or loss. Uh, next week, Virginia. Loss. Um, Virginia posted uh, the first funny um, victory Photoshop I have seen in, like, a year. Just a, a really, really low effort. <laughs> <laughs> like, it looks Much like, like their game against Like a, a second life screen cap of, like, somebody bug spraying a, uh, a, 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 it looks like a hornet's nest or something. Oh, like, it's, it's not, it's not. It doesn't appear to me to be a yellow jacket's nest, <laughs> but the point was made. It was an excellent graphic. Unironically loved it. Uh, looking forward to an, another one about them like spraying a, a hurricane with, <laughs> with the exact same bottle. <laughs> it's right. the same. Correct. Yes. Uh, okay. Florida State. Loss. Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. Win. Oh, all right. Clemson. Oh, oh sorry. Loss. Loss. <laughs> <laughs> It was like how it was. Emphatic, how emphatic <laughs> can I make it? <laughs> it was sort of like uh, I was like, surely I've already said lost by now. Uh, and last finishing the season, hosting reigning ACC champion <laughs> Pittsburgh. Uh, Pat Narduzzi hates his team, so um, loss. Yeah, All right. I'm gonna go win. I'm gonna go. No, I'll, you'll, I'll you'll give him that one. Pitt. I'll give him the win. I'll give him the win over Pitt. Yeah. Uh, Pitts, Pitts in a real, yeah, Pitts a real struggle machine right now. Pitts that by design. I think I think we have we have Miami not bowling. I believe correct. That I I think generously that gave them five and seven. 
Oh God, Jason! I just saw the Victory Friday. <laughs> it's awesome. It's so good. It's it is such awesome. shit. It's, it's like fantastic. there's no one on the field. There's no markings on the field. The field has no no sensation of grass to it. The crowd oh. is like four rows high. What stadium is this? There's an expanse of grass behind the crowd, and then there's a building of some sort, <laughs> and then there's like a roof that the the insect nest is hanging from. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Or it's or it's freestanding. I don't know which one, but yeah, floating, floating. Yeah, the, yeah, it's just floating, and he appears to be without great energy or enthusiasm, spraying <laughs> yes, uh, anti yellow jacket spray on this alien pod. Yeah. <laughs> it's very Friday night ACC <laughs> levels, of just like uh, yes. ugh, fuck that thing, <laughs> fuck that particular yeah. thing. I, I I hope the ACC's social media people are just issuing memos all around, being like shittier worse <laughs> do Make more worse. of this to do be more like of this be like virginia the, the the worst part was when you do something like this and we have another record we're going to talk about i think but when okay. you when you turn the ball eight, over eight times in a game which is just fucking hard like it's really fucking hard to do that it, yeah. everybody everybody goes scurrying to football reference or whatever to sort of say like when is the last time this happened and you end up getting polls about, like, the last time this happened, it was Nebraska and a loss to Iowa State, where neither team scored more than 10 points. Congratulations, Miami. You had a great day. Oh, yeah. I remember that game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you to, by the way, thank you to, uh, who is this? Bro Boma, at Bro Boma, who has made a gif of Jay Arnold repeatedly hitting the sad gesture <laughs> <laughs> in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> It's, he was spamming the tears. It's also really unfortunate that, like, look, Miami, you're playing Duke at home. Duke now has a winning streak over Miami in Coral Gables, in, in South Florida. Holy Not Coral shit. Gables, but you get the idea. Um, yeah, wherever they are. So that's unfortunate uh, on the highway exit where the stadium lives. But, like, you're, this is supposed to be a Lalo week where it's just like, I don't know, Miami beats Duke by 10 and nobody really pays attention, nobody, you know, whatever. But instead, you did this at the same time that the school your coach just left fucking hammered UCLA. And not just hammered UCLA. I mean, it was a close, It was a 15-point game, and UCLA played well. But Oregon did this in such a, like, smooth and well-executed and, like, combination of coaches putting players in position to succeed. And meanwhile, Mario Cristobal, after his team turns the ball over eight times to lose to Duke by 24, is like, if people don't want to play hard here, they should get out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh (laughs) Immediately, like, like, if you have the eight turnover game, just be like, guys, this is fluky and weird and bad, but it's not going to happen every week. Don't, yeah, you don't even, that's the you excuse, don't not to, you, don't throw the players under the bus when that's right there. You don't have to go in and say, hey, about the eight turnovers. Right. It's, like the, it's like the night when dad burns dinner <laughs> orders and orders pizza and it right. takes 90 minutes because you ordered from the dumb pizza place, <laughs> not the place that you know will get it there in 35 minutes. No, no. You don't talk about that because everyone is so incensed, enraged, That's and right. tired. You entire, eat dinner like, at nine forty-five. You don't yawn. You're not no. tired. Mm-mm. You're proud no. of your dad. No, and everyone's like, "Dad, <laughs> tonight was real fucked up." <laughs> but we're but not going to talk about got, it. 
we got pizza. <laughs> that's the other thing is that in that scenario, you get pizza. And in this scenario, Miami. you lose to Duke by 24 <laughs> Miami, points. <laughs> Miami, got, Miami got no pizza whatsoever. <laughs> Duke stole your have, pizza. I'd much rather have late pizza than a loss to Duke. <laughs> That's when the delivery man shows up and robs your house. <laughs> eight times! Eight, eight times! Surely he won't be back to seven. <laughs> the, deli- the delivery man is circling the block. You're peeking out. You get the lights turned off. You're peeking out through the blinds. Oh, fuck. Comes the delivery <laughs> He's like, man again. hey, man, my car, I only have a Civic here, so I can't hold that much, but I'm going to be back, just to be, be clear. I'll be back for more of your pizza. <laughs> yeah. It's- you owe me pizza. <laughs> you come to my house. Also, I need you to bring that flat screen because it won't fit in the Civic. I I'll be back in 30 minutes, so start oh, cooking. Man. man. Yeah, this was a day of dark comedy. This was basically like a yeah. grim day of dark comedies. I would like to share some of my favorites with mm-hmm. you. Um, <laughs> your guesses don't count, but I'm going to make you do it anyway. Um, eight first downs. Yes. One of 13 on third down. Oh, I know this one. one oh, wait. That, that, on I, I needed the second. Sing along. Sing yeah. along if you know it, Sing folks. Sing along. Here we go. Are we adding in six turnovers as well? You should. Six, turn- six you should. turnovers. Because we're describing our beloved Iowa Hawkeyes. God. <laughs> the darkest <laughs> comedy of all. Um, I want to point something out about their, uh, their performance against Ohio State, all right? Um, yes. Because of that um, – outpouring of turnovers they basically did a miami's worth of turnovers without doing a miami's worth of offense ohio state had scoring drives of 24 yards 17 yards 15 yards four yards one yard and a pick six um (laughs) people have joked all year about like whether iowa should just punt on first down whether they'd be better off punting on first down this is the game where i think that was literally true like Imagine Iowa's six turnovers that they accumulated by attempting to offense and replace those with punts by their really good punter, Tory Taylor. That's like 300 yards <laughs> that they squandered by attempting to do offense. Like Ohio State would have had to try to score points. Um, and like Ohio State didn't have some amazing day of offense. Like Iowa's defense, relatively speaking, played its ass off. Um, they they held Ohio State well below their uh, their season they, average <laughs> yards per play. They, they got they got Iowa the lead briefly <laughs> in this game. <laughs> they scored that they, happened. They scored far more points than, than Iowa's offense did. Um, yeah, I I am sincerely convinced that if Iowa had punted on every first down, they would have given up fewer points and they would have scored more points because their actual touchdown unit would have been on the field. This 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 like. It feels like I've said this every week, but this was the most Iowa game because this was the game where it was true. They should have just punted every time they touched the ball. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the camera people are now onto it. They're onto the Brian Ferentz thing because they had a camera trained on Brian Ferentz the entire game. And every time they did something bad, Brian Ferentz on cue, a sucker, don't don't even take the bait, would express emotion. Like, <laughs> And and that's not don't do that. We know, dude. You know they have a camera on you. It's only gonna get worse. What could he do though? What, what what's what's the cool thing Brian Ferentz could do? Big thumbs up. Big thumbs up. Like, like cartoonish positivity. A lot of clapping, right? Yeah, yeah. I think he should just keep putting on more sunglasses. Like 
keep like stacking them on top of each other. It's a like, good oh, bit. What a, what a fucking cool customer this. It nothing phases Brian Ferentz. He's got 18 pairs of sunglasses falling off his head. <laughs> He's not you worried. Know, you know what? Some absolute football guy moron's going to love that, though. They're going to be like, that dude is so cool. That Look, projects confidence. Team. That's right. Projects confidence. He's, this team hasn't given up on him. Look at all those sunglasses. Fear lives in the <laughs> eyes, and you can't even tell he has them because he's got all the sunglasses on. His future's, yeah. his future's so bright, his sunglasses are wearing sunglasses. <laughs> It is. Look at that. That guy's unfazed. That's the guy I want running my offense. Like, seriously, Pat Narduzzi would see that, and he would absolutely be like Vince McMahon in the, like, hot father <laughs> game, right? Like, like oh, oh. He'd fall over in his chair. I just, all the, all the answers that Gary Barta and Kirk Ferentz give, like, they're all the same. They're all just like, well. I don't know if you know this, but we've had a good football team in the past and yes. we'll evaluate everybody when the season is done. It's just like, a... they should just, they should just hand out cards. They should just be like, whatever your, these are the three possible answers to your questions. Yeah. Here, That's this it. Is, this Let's is just the creed. Skip it. Reset yep. the creed. <laughs> like, yeah. It, like they should just say like the whole coaching staff is coming back next year. Yes. So, what are? Why are we doing this? Right. We're right. all related to each other and no one is leaving this family. You will watch this shit again next year. Everyone knows it. I don't care that your brother is farting in bed all day. You will love him. <laughs> you, you will hug your brother goodnight. You don't will care hug how your brother ma- I don't while care he how farts many on you. Times he has failed to punt. This big stinky house is our house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not going to get to smelling any better anytime uh, soon. Uh, have you thought about opening a window? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. That's how offense gets in. <laughs> Like, like they are, they're the most, seriously, they're the most like, fuck you, we are getting to retirement <laughs> duo I have yes. ever seen in my yes. life. That is the, that is the entire point. In case you were I have taught, like, I have taught French at this high school for 18 <laughs> years and I only have two more to go and I don't give a fuck if you pass the AP. I don't give a fuck at all. Hey, that bank over there is being robbed, Lieutenant. Do you think you, nope, retiring in a day. I've seen that movie. Not doing it. <laughs> no, it's too many yards away. <laughs> Um, speaking of those, Iowa was already last in the country in those, um, and then today <sighs> it got worse. Uh, and they still have to play Purdue, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. If 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 they if they finish last in total yardage, dumb stat, but it very much applies here. Uh, the only Power Five teams to finish last in total yards in the past 15 years were 2016 Rutgers and the Wake Forest team that was in the Frank Beamer 00 meme. That's your company, Iowa. Jason, I want I want you to do me a favor and look up something live for me. Go okay. to Spencer. Go find on CFB Reference Spencer Petrus's oh first start as an Iowa quarterback. I think it's in 2020 or so. Mm-hmm. He's been there a long time. He started a lot of games, but okay. I want you to I want you to read off his stat line from his first start. Uh, well, in that particular game, 2018, there was an attempt, not a completion. No, no, that's not his first start. Like, go go to oh, the first, first game. Appearance. Yeah, the first the first game where you can tell, like, oh, he was the starter. He threw a lot of he gotcha. threw a lot of passes. Yeah. Okay. Um, is it not in 2019? It might be 2019. I don't know. I'm gonna I, look this I, up at CFB stats. Okay. Is that where you told me fine. to go? Uh, um, I, either one works. So Alex Alex Padilla is the backup to Spencer Petrus, and when he came in, uh, in the second half, he threw a pick. Yeah. Yeah, first, first, first. The first system pack. works. 
the system works. <laughs> he came in. The system and fucking works. Immediately gunned to pick. Okay, I'm ready now, Ryan. Okay. Uh, it looks it looks like uh, in the first start was 39 attempts. Yep. Followed by a game with 50 attempts. Okay, and and in that first start, that's the that's a Purdue game, right? Yes. How many yards does he throw for? 265. Do you think he will ever come close to that <laughs> in the rest of his Iowa career? Because his yards this year are, not including this game, 109, 92, 175, 148, 246 against Michigan, almost all of which came late, and 170 against Illinois. That's his career high. Like, <sighs> So what I'm seeing here is... um. You know, every year in the NFL, there's like week 13. We look up yes. like that that guy. Right? Yes, he's yes. going to be the quarterback of the, um, the the Ravens once Lamar Jackson yes. leaves, for, leaves for his rightful home home in Atlanta. Sp- Spencer Petras is going to start like what uh, 28 games, 30 games for Iowa, and his mm-hmm. high, his yardage high, the way things are going, is going to be his first start against Purdue in 2020. So- one might say he was getting worse with continued exposure. It's it's like a, if a quarterback had a half life. Honestly, yeah, he's he's devolving. He's decaying over time. A, a half life, uh, which which is you can continually get closer and closer and closer to the goal line, but never actually. Cross but never it. reach it. Correct. Um, yeah. Now that said, if we're gonna play the schedule game, God, we got uh, we don't have to. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> but but no, if one not. so chooses. The, the the pickings for the next uh, month of Iowa football are, I mean, just to start with next week, Iowa Northwestern. Nobody wants this. No, no. no, no like, God. nobody wants this. No, no thank you. I, I, I really can't think of a, of a Power 5 matchup that nobody wants less than this. I think that's probably right. I would have said no, Indiana. Yeah. I would have said Indiana Rutgers, but Rutgers just won a home conference game for the first time in like three years. Iowa, Indiana, yeah. I, Iowa, Indiana, Indiana. I might want less, but I, I, it's about the same. It's a push. Mm. I'm glad Indiana is not on this list. I have to admit, my compulsion to watch this Iowa offense is approaching a kink that I don't like talking about in public. Sure, welcome yeah. aboard. <laughs> It's so close to that. <laughs> it's it's it is it is. There was there was a moment earlier today where I left the room, came back in, and saw Iowa's predicament on offense, and I said, "What the fuck? Like, how did they end up here? <laughs> they were on their own, like inside their own one, and then a false start happened." And and Joel Klatt says they need to get some yardage so they can punt. <laughs> they were running the QB sneak like out of the end zone, like just go, just get Klatt, away. Klatt was concerned they wouldn't have an like that was that was the goal for the offense right it's just to clear some space for the punter um and before that when uh Iowa's defense scored a touchdown Klatt said well they knew they had to because <laughs> the offense wasn't going to oh, this, I wanted I wanted to Iowa talk fucking to you. rocks it's awesome tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know at one point I'm like I don't know I'm getting horned up watching this this is weird <laughs> they have scored in conference play They've scored 57 points. <laughs> well, I mean, it's still <laughs> September, so that's not that's not too terrible. Right? Oh, shit, it's not. Dude, if they score 50 on Northwestern next week, I am going to die. <laughs> Unleash hell! <laughs> Spencer Petras just dropping nukes. <laughs> just sitting there like, at last! At last! Let the, let the big dog roam! Yeah. Let the big dog run! 
Um, all right, let's let's talk about the LSU Ole Miss game because this was this was even though this was a, a, a week of good bloody comedy, most of it was I would say inconsequential. It was like a team that was sort of teetering on the like, is this going to be an okay season or a bad season falling into bad? Or it was a team, or it was, you know, like here are two good teams, one of them has to lose. Or it's like Syracuse is flying really high, let's see yes. how high. Yes, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, oh, the second half is that Syracuse <laughs> game, but that's a whole separate thing. But Ole Miss LSU, like that was, that's the biggest head that was taken on this day, right? Yeah. I think relatively, and... um. Here is here is the thing I think you need to know. <clears throat> In the second half of this game, LSU averaged seven and a half yards on first down. And there is no like, oh, there was that one first down where they ran for a 78-yard touchdown. The longest game they had was 17 yards. They just absolutely chewed through the Ole Miss defense, which was playing with a lead to start this game. I think I think the lead at one point was 17 to three or something. And I, I went back and looked, and I was like, okay, how many times... Like, Ole Miss has had nice success under Lane Kiffin, but it feels like it falls into a pattern, uh, or one of two patterns. <clears throat> pattern one is Ole Miss gets out to a huge lead and just boat races you the whole way. Seen that, that happens. Pattern two is Ole Miss uh, runs out to a huge lead, other team comes back, and then it's sort of back and forth but Ole Miss sort of still pulls it out. So I was like, all right, how many times has Ole Miss fallen behind in the second half by multiple scores and won a game? And it's only happened twice, and they were both in 2020. They fell behind to Kentucky by 14 in the second half, and they won uh, They won that game. I think they won that game in overtime after Kentucky missed an extra point, if memory serves. Mm-hmm. And South Carolina, the same year, they did it. But other than that, like, this is not a gear that Old Miss ha- has shown so far. It's like they can they can put you up against the wall. They can put you in a bad spot. But if you do that to them, they're probably going to lose the game. They have they don't really have the flex to to go down and turn it around from there. Part of that is that like they do the Lane Kiffin thing where they're like, well, okay, it's all fourth downs now. It's oops, all fourth downs. And when it works, it's really fun. And you're like, oh shit, maybe they're going to beat Alabama. And when it doesn't work, it's like, oh fuck, LSU just got the pull on their own 40. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that's how you end up getting your ass kicked. You know, like real, yeah. And also a real simple answer for how LSU is doing things. Uh, they don't make a whole lot of mistakes. They don't ask a whole lot of Jaden Daniels as a passer, like in terms of doing anything super fancy downfield. And they're real good on first down. If yeah. you go, if, if you get five or if you get anywhere from three to five yards on first down and you have an offense where you're just like, hey, listen, we're going to keep it tidy. That's keeping it tidy. You're going to yep. be able to put a, a lot of defenses in a really uncomfortable position if you're productive on first down. And the way they do that, they figured out real easy. Hey, nobody seems to really want to defend Jaden Daniels like that like that numbers in the box thing he had 120 he, he ran the ball 23 times today I was like he ran the ball a lot he ran it 23 times like he's just had a really really neat year I am I regret to inform that if you just become a pretty competent team that does not turn the ball over a lot 
and does well on first down, you're going to beat teams that make mistakes like Ole Miss or a bad in the red zone like Ole Miss. If you simply turn it over fewer than eight times, you'll probably win some, t- <laughs> win some games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what number What number would you say is like mandatory to avoid losing? <laughs> I'm going to start at eight. <laughs> I'm going to start there if I don't want to lose by 24 to Duke. Like, and, and if you go back and look at the schedule, you can be like, okay, there are signs of this. Like, Ole Miss only beat Tulsa by eight. And they only beat Kentucky by three, and they probably should have lost. Like, Kentucky Kentucky had to fuck that game up multiple times to lose that. They were losing to Vanderbilt yeah. at the half. They only beat Auburn by 14, which in some years is fine, but this is not one of them. Also, also they've been planning around Jackson Dart. They haven't really been yes. building on Jackson Dart. Sure. They've kind of been building around him and, like, trying to – when you get a game where he has to pass you back into contention, that's not a good look for them. No, no, it's just, it, it just, it remains surprising that like they could jump out to the lead that they did where it was like, it, it all set up perfectly. They score a touchdown. They hold LSU to a field goal. They score another touchdown. They hold LSU to a field goal attempt. They don't even make it. They score another field goal. Okay. It's 17, three we're cruising. And then you only score three. You get outscored 42 to three the rest of the fucking way. Ah, yeah. Boy. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah. I know that I recently said that Ole Miss was one of the most stable commodities in the SEC. And I feel like I had a hand in this and I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. I almost forgot. Holly had a question. This mm-hmm. is good because it'll give us an excuse to go back to A&M. Uh, okay. Either of you can answer this. Do you think Shane Beamer would have a competitive South Carolina program against Jimbo Fisher without Will Muschamp's players? <laughs> That's so damning for Jimbo. <laughs> That's so damning. That's so brutal. Oh my god. Uh, and to to tie it in here, yep, Ole Miss A&M sure is the sure is the next game for each of these teams. I'm sure everyone's going to feel great about it. I'm sure everyone's going to go and do it with a real positive attitude and feel very excited about the outcome no matter what. Oh, God. This was a grim day. God damn. This one, this, this one was particular. For a, for a few teams. Yeah. For, yeah. For, a, for a few teams. Minnesota um, didn't have a fun day. No, Minnesota didn't have a fun day. Frankly, I don't think Clemson had a real fun day. I don't think that was fun. I know that Syracuse spit the bit in the second half, but like they benched, they finally took the opportunity to bench DJ uh, Oyongalele in favor of highly touted five star uh, Cade Clubnick. Cade Clubnick, who as the most the most video game protagonist name I've ever heard, other than Jackson Dart. Those are the two most video game protagonist names possible. Cade Klubnik, it is New York City in 2048. Police will not not help you. Cade, punch your way out of crime city. (laughs) And he did. And he did. He He punched his way out of... Listen, he didn't throw the ball directly to a safety taking midfield right on a wildly overthrown post route. Yeah. That's, that's really, that's what he didn't do. He did. Klubnik punched his way out of coverage. He did. Yeah. And he, and he uh, took a late hit out of bounds on like third and 21 that kept, that basically 
turned the game. Like, I don't know, maybe yeah. Clemson wins this game either way, but that was the moment it felt like, oh, no. Oh, Clemson. Syracuse really just stepped in it. Hey, listen, you don't get to where Syracuse was without aggression. You don't get aggression without being stupid. Y'all, making a defense is like a college student making a cocktail. You can either get too much mixer or too much alcohol, but you're never going to get the right amount of both. So you might as well take too much booze, okay? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's it. Just, just be, listen, what, what, what did they get by being this stupid and aggressive? They got to, they got to be an undefeated. They lost to Clemson because they're stupid and aggressive. You know what? Stupid is their strength. They need to stay with it. Just stay, mm-hmm. just keep, keep doing that. Smack people out of bounds. It got you to six and one. This and- is the best graduation speech I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> stay stupid, grads. All you got to stay just dumbass. And then you heard what Dabo, you heard what Dabo said after the game, right? Because of course mm. the first question is like, oh well, you know, who's your starter since you you pulled this guy and the other guy came in and Kate Klubnik came in and won the game. No, he's DJ's the guy. DJ's the guy. No, no dispute here. No issue here. So we're gonna get at uh-huh. least one more of these games on Clemson's inevitable path to a playoff spot that pisses everyone who's not a Clemson fan off. Mm-hmm. Probably most Clemson fans, honestly. Like, <laughs> like they're going to be really jazzed about their number four ranking and getting to play Georgia or Ohio State. Like, yeah, we we all know what's going to happen. You yeah, to see that Clemson fans yeah. want to see that. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to get what we're going to get like a twenty four seven loss for Clemson in the playoff. Right? Yes, that's the yes. exact number. Yes, that's, yes. yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Like we'll be like, wow, that defense played well. <laughs> it's like looking at this. It was ten seven like, and a half, bro. It was ten seven and a half. Anyone's game. <laughs> It is zero doubt this is a – if there are ten tiers of teams, it is zero doubt this is near the top of the second tier, right? Sure. But it's also really bad. That's Clemson. <laughs> it is – yeah. It is – It is. They're, they're the number four seed in the playoff. They might as well just drive there right now. And they're kind of bad. Well, especially like you look – I mean, maybe this is wrong now. But you look at who's left. Notre Dame, Louisville, Miami, South Carolina – I mean, South Carolina's the, the, that's sure. the tough game. That's sure. the hard game. <laughs> sure. Big Shane coming around the corner. And then, with a sock you know, full of pennies. Then the UNC random result generator in, in the <laughs> conference cycle game. But that's it. Like, you, you beat Shane Beamer and you're in the playoff, despite oh, sucking. Oh, God. And that's why AM's not going. That's the answer <laughs> right there. Uh, Shane! Big Shane coming around Shane. the fight. Shane. <laughs> Every line of dialogue in that movie is just saying the name of the movie, sadly. Yeah. Shane. Um, speaking of Westerns, I would like to turn to uh, a shout out to our uh, two Division One conferences in this space tonight, the Southland and the Big Sky, of course. I'm wearing my Big Sky mm-hmm. hoodie. Um, here's a Big Sky report for you, okay? Every college football weekend, some shit happens that's, that seems like, oh, it's in the moment it feels like the weirdest thing in the world, right? Um, some team forgets how to call timeouts or yep. uh, forgets how to pass or, you know, th- th- real dumb shit happens. Clemson did, have always... a delay. Clemson did have a delay of game on an extra point today, which was fun. Anyway, please. Go for ahead. instance, for instance, there we go. <laughs> yeah. In the moment, little that old, felt oh, like. Look at you talking about little old Clemson there, <laughs> Ryan. We're not Sorry. too good at. We're not too good at fancy city stuff like math, but... But even that wasn't as dumb as when early in the South Carolina game, Jimbo had what he thought was a fourth and one that he was going to go for. 
But then it turned out that the spot wasn't as favorable as, as he hoped, and it was fourth and two. So he called a timeout so he could kick the ball instead. Oh, my God. I didn't even see that. Yeah. Because that's completely different. It's completely different. We're not yeah. ready for that. I had yeah, one play dropped off. The play just I, stops at one yard. There's I got no a seven-million-page playbook. We got all sorts of plays for a one-yard, a two-yard. <laughs> I, I only make $9,500,000 million. You expect me to gain two yards? You're going to have to pay me $7 billion to get two. <laughs> I'm sorry, the market is spoken, and the rate is the rate. So, also, we're going to have to call timeout. <laughs> so, today in the Big Sky Conference, some shit happened. Um, you know, your run-of-the-mill weird college football shit, it's great, it's wonderful. This was one of the weirdest things in college football history, and that is, I realize that is saying a lot, but it just was. Um Weber State, FCS number five, Montana State number three, national title worthy game. Even by Big Sky standards, uh, it's a great game. Uh, the Bobcats won 43 38. They won because the exact same bad thing happened four times. A snap <laughs> sailed past the punter and into the end zone and usually out of it. Um, the all NCAA record for safeties in a season is five. Montana State scored four in one game. A new D1 single-game record. Um, the last th- one was my favorite for the record. Yes, the, the the last one had some like some like bounces and dribbles to it. And do you feel yeah. like you're watching the same play over and over? Like, do you feel like, wait a second, you only got, you only showing the, me one? So the last one stands out because the first three are all very similar. It's like, oh, that ball's just gone. That ball's just it's it's it's. It's Fig Jam. It's Phil Mickelson being like, absolutely, I can hit this green in two. And it's like, oh, that's in the tent, my dude. That's 100% in the hospital. That's in a, a vat of cocktail weenies right now. But the last one, have you gotten to number four? Watch number four. I am watching number four right now, and the punter just boots it out yes, of the back yes, of the end. That's the one. That's the fuck, one that makes it special. Is the this. punter, having seen this three times, is like, fuck this. Kick this away. Clean, Let clean me just help up. you. Let me just. Uh, the ref won't notice if I just, just scoot this under the rug. <laughs> you know what? He, yeah. You know what he's thinking. I can read his mind because that is one of my powers. And this punter is thinking, "Fuck, I'm getting my foot on it somehow." I'm a punter. That's what I do. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, I put total leather." I'm not. I can't. You can't blame me on that play. How uh, did I? I don't know. Did they have any successful punts in this game? Uh, I believe so. I believe, okay. I, I believe so. Don't don't quote well, me on that. But like, that's was, even that feels even worse somehow. It, it, like the the, the, the long snapper is like he he was he uh played all last year. He's played all this year. Like yeah, he's a he's a highly competent D one football player. And like the coach after the game, Jay Hill was like, I mean, what in the world are you supposed to do? Like this, this is, is you know yeah this is yips. You don't yeah 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 like long snapper is like. It's like the secret load-bearing element of every right. football team. Your right. quarterback goes down. Well, you have a backup who takes reps with him every single day, right? You, if, if all your quarterbacks go down, you have an emergency wildcat option offense. If you have a wide receiver who just, like, can't, can't catch the ball one day, you're you just throw like, to somebody well, else. throw somebody else, yeah. Yeah, we put five guys on the field anyway. Your, yes. your long snapper goes you – know, your long snapper has a, a bad day. You can't football anymore. Yes. Even your yeah. kick even your kicker, even if your place kicker is like fucking shanking everything, you're like, Well the punter can kick. Yeah. yeah. And there's if, probably if a the, quarterback on the roster who has yeah, before or a wide, too. Or a wide if something, receiver who could kick. Yes. Yeah. If yes. something bad happens to the center, you slide yes. over a guard who has trained to be the backup center, right? But like this is just 
what the fuck are you supposed to do? And so, and all of these were like all from their own like fifteen or twenty, right? It wasn't like a midfield it, yes, where it's just it, like they could just yeah. go for it. They no, had and it also, to try to and punt. It, and it also wasn't like oh they're snapping the ball from their own six and they're like fucked. Like, yeah, they they all yeah. had to be the like right amount of weird and bad to go this way. They did. I looked it up. They did successfully punt once, which seems meaner somehow. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they did this once successfully and four times so unsuccessfully is just like, man, I just wish you'd, I just wish, I would have felt better as the punter if they had all gone wrong because I could have just been like, if this was a prank. This wasn't our day. I, I was, I was just. I hope that, dude, I hope that punter hit the gritty after that. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even that good. It was a 38 yard punt, but who cares? Compared to the others, it was fucking golden. The best punt of the day. The, uh, the, um, so it actually gets even weirder because mm-hmm. Montana State barely won despite those eight free points, right? Yeah. Um, so you might think, oh, well, because the game was close anyway, that might mean Weber gained a ton of yards. No. <laughs> Montana State won the yardage battle by 150, had 1.5 more yards per play, got those eight free points, only turned it over once, and barely won simply because most of Weber's yards came on their touchdown drives. They got all their yards at once, but, like, Montana State dominated the box score and got four free scores, and it was still a super competitive game. Normal sport. Yeah, Normal yeah sport. Again, again. That's every day way, in the big big sky, brother. That's <laughs> big, by the way, big big sky football right now. You got a uh, Montana. Yeah, Montana another splits. another top yeah. ten matchup. Montana Sac State. Yeah, going on right now. Um, I have breaking news from Alex Hickey listening okay. to this. Uh, Rod Gilmore on the broadcast of uh, I believe uh, Washington. Washington is Cal. Cal um, and uh, Rod Gilmore just referenced shrooming. He just referenced shrooming. Honestly, I assume to Rod Gilmore that just means getting like standard white mushrooms on a pizza. Like that's that's living because that's really yeah, getting crazy. When I feel like eating a spicy meal, <laughs> I get a I, get, ooh, I cut up ooh, one mushroom. Ooh, texture variation. Rod again, is intrigued. Rod, Rod again. Rod Gilmore has gone from the dude that I was sometimes slightly irritated by his conservatism to being a dude who I'm like I would take a bullet for Rod Gilmore. I, I, I just, hope Rod Gilmore is like the Wayne Brady character on Chappelle's Show, where he is. No, players. no, he is. That's him in real life. <laughs> I just He's desperately so cool. want the Rod Gilmore RG3 booth. I want that very badly. Rod Gilmore invited me to brunch, and we did five finger fillet right on the table at Cracker Barrel. It was crazy. Nine thirty a.m. That he had decaf. Like for no, for real, for real. Like like he doesn't need the caffeine. You realize that man was doing like hard, hard CrossFit workouts while he was undergoing chemo. Yeah. 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 Like Rod's about it. Yeah. Every single way, and yeah. I guarantee, I guarantee you, if somebody comes at him about this, is like. Hey Rod, we shouldn't mention shrooming on the broadcast. It'll be like it's a legitimate therapeutic medicine. Listen, I don't want yeah. The South Carolina A and M game had extensive discussions about corn dogs, so it's fine. Yeah, and then oh, by the way, he capped it with little early to chase these points. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Again, Rod is the fucking man. Right. The brand with, is so strong. With twenty minutes to go in the game. With twenty, <laughs> and and they're like, <laughs> when is the time, Rod? In a in a game with three entire touchdowns, they're not going to be very many more. You might Jason as well start chasing the points right now. 
Jason, our steadfast king, says no, not yet. I love him. Hold. I want an announcer to be all the way normie or all the way weird. G- give me give me Gilmore and RG3. That's it. I have one other announcing note from today, which is that Kirk Herbstreit attempted to pick up Bully, not realizing that Bully is made of actual lead and is 60 pounds yes. of healthy American bulldog and was visibly struggling with the dog, which I don't know the last time, like hold 60 pounds of unwilling animal in your hand. It's a lot. All right. I get that. But he looked like he was going through it. He's like, do we have a table? We can put this dog down. Oh, good Christ. Um, should we talk about Texas briefly? Uh, I mean, uh, that might make Texas A&M fans feel better. And I don't really want to do that. I don't want to um, do that either. Oklahoma State's good. Well, Jay's, Jay's still around, and, and he's been through a lot today. Oklahoma State is good. Yeah. Uh, TCU is uh, – It's hard. I have a hard time explaining how TCU is not going to go undefeated in the regular season at least. They might lose at Texas. But... Maybe, but also, like, they can – Texas has shown that no lead is unblowable. Sure. The Big 12 is awesome this year. Every game is good. Every Big 12 game is good this year. I, I honestly, like, in the, in, honestly, behind the Big Sky, obviously. Well, sure, yeah, granted. Sky, yeah, they're probably the second most entertaining. As well as the, the, the Southland. Uh, Big Sky, Southland, Big Big 12, probably. Yeah, in the, in that order, again. If, if by the way, if any of those other conferences would like us to uh, put them in the running <laughs> for this, they can listen We're to very, the full cast very easy to find live. Also, speaking of the most entertaining team in the country, it's probably the Samford Bulldogs. I've always maintained. We don't even want money. We just want you to like turn your Twitter on and walk away from your phone. That's it. <laughs> that's just, it. That's we all just we want, want to see your logo for the validation for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also another. What I do want to talk about, by the way, another. We talked about, you know, dark comedy today. I have another piece of dark comedy we need to mention, which is a leg- a, a legitimate achievement which is uh, for the first time since I believe the Sylvester Croom era at Mississippi State, the Bulldogs scored against the Tide. In Tuscaloosa. In Tuscaloosa. A touchdown against us. And how did they do it? Was it was it finally... was it early in the game? Did it plant <laughs> seeds of hope? Did it, uh, did it inspire the, the Bulldogs to believe today might be the day? Nope. More <laughs> hopeless thrashing. Another 59 minutes of hopeless thrashing of Alabama doing nothing exotic on defense whatsoever and simply clobbering the Miss State offense as they do every single time with no separation between wide receiver and defensive back and nary a yard to gain between the tackles for the run attack. Um, But how did they do this, Jason? I'm so glad you asked because I would love to read the play-by-play just to relate to you how futile this was. Uh, Down 30 to nothing... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> please give us a time in the game at this point three minutes and 50 seconds left mm-hmm, mm-hmm. will rogers set sail <laughs> on the argonaut of good fortune <laughs> the wine dark waters of the tuscaloosa mediterranean ahead of him like odysseus heading towards an unfortunate and indetermined fate um what he did was then lead um, a lightning strike because they needed multiple scores to even get close. No, no. A <laughs> dink and dunk. A dink and dunk. 15 plays, 76-yard drive. Bringing them air so close. Like a cow digesting a cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> Just moving furiously, nibble by nibble, right? Like a snake trying to swallow a brick. Just... 
just trying to get that thing down its dry, dusty gullet. All right. But our modern day Odysseus, led led by Mike Leach, calling exactly the same plays every down, leads them. <laughs> right. Leads them all the way down to the Alabama four. And then Will Rogers passes with 20 seconds left and gets pass interference. That gets them to the Alabama two. And what do they do? They pass again. And finally, with 10 seconds left, they run Joe Quavius Marks for a TD. At the buzzer. At the buzzer. <laughs> to finally get a touchdown. Nick score wins. What? Board. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> ah, shit. Shit. <laughs> Who pressed that button? <laughs> yeah, they, they finally scored thanks to a pass interference call from the four. <laughs> I love this, uh, especially because they this was their fourth long drive of the game. Uh-huh. Um, one ended on a failed conversion attempt. One ended on a missed field goal. One ended on a failed conversion attempt. The, those were 13, 15, and 13 play drives. Finally, one of these grand voyages hit pay dirt. At last, at last... Their episode of Quantum Leap ends. <laughs> they return home, defeated, but home. It's not actually what happened in Quantum Leap, but I'm jumps, not explaining Jumps it. into Sebastian the Ibis's body. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. back, back, go back, go back. Back! <laughs> this, uh, this, this I, is worse. I remembered uh, what I wanted to say about the Texas-Oklahoma State game. First thing. And I think uh, John Morse was the first person to notice this on Twitter. During this game, the announcers, because we're at this part, like, I feel like we've had a good run, but that's over. We're at the part of the season where it's like, it's time to shoehorn the the playoff into as many conversations as possible. And during this game, Texas came up as like, well, yeah, they have two losses, but one of them was was close to Alabama. So like, I don't know, this... Uh, our ESPN playoff number generator, which is definitely real and you should pay attention to, says if they win out, they have a 40% chance of making the playoff. The very next play, Oklahoma State scored the go-ahead, <laughs> scored the go-ahead touchdown. The very next one, which is great. And the second thing is, after like it kind of going away, and I know this was part of why they hired Sark, is he would just be like, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna like make this a thing, and I'm not gonna like. We're going to sing the song. We're going to sing the Choo Choo song, and we're not going to, like, talk about it on Twitter anymore. You can find the picture of, like, here are the 13 sad Texas players who went out and say, sang the ch- sad Choo Choo song. Like, it's back. It's it's an important tradition to go sing the sad Choo Choo song. It is very critical that this remains a beloved tradition <laughs> by everyone at the University of Texas after every game for the so nine people who are – going through the motions of yep. pretending they're okay with it yeah so yep. i am i am currently my hotel room looks out on dkr uh-huh. i'm in downtown austin and you can look at dkr and i forgot they were in Stillwater for a minute like you know you're checking to see where sure. things are this morning and i was looking through the games and i hadn't checked There's homecoming sure in games. Stillwater, yeah right and i hadn't checked to make sure that yeah. you know texas wasn't in town you know uh and i looked over and i was like oh at least my hotel room's quiet like a sincere thought, not a joking one, that DKR was always like, oh, if I got to do some work here, you know, it won't be too loud. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I hate to bring it up again. <clears throat> you know what was fucking loud? And that was, that was William Bryce. <laughs> South Carolina was really <laughs> fucking loud. 
A&M, I think at the end of the at the end they counted it, and A&M had five full, uh, eight full starts rather. Oh, yeah, although you know who you know who doesn't use it. This is this is true. You know who wasn't using a silent count. I would right. bet you go back and look. Correct. Because, no, yeah, no. The the Jordan Rogers on the call was like, why aren't they clapping? Why are they still Why are they still trying to yell Isn't louder like, than all the people? Dude, Jimbo didn't use a silent count in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah. like this happens every week. Every yep. week. If you want, the silent, silent counts another thirty million dollars if you want to <laughs> unlock it. <laughs> I'm like a Tesla. You want brakes? <laughs> you're stuck. You're you're stuck inside a burning Jimbo Fisher. If you want out? That'll be that'll be a hundred million dollars. First, you gotta go to somewhere with Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't connect over LTE, 5G. Fuck that. That's trash. Shit. That's poor that people trash. That's what they use in jail. Don't worry, that car's waterproof as long as it needs to be, which is. Thirty-five seconds. You got Listen, 35 if you want this seconds. football program to break in a school zone, that's going to be another eighty million dollars. <laughs> Again, this is the team Miami lost to, amongst others. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. to be clear, there are several. <laughs> it's not the only one. <laughs> there are numerous. They have lost to um, Texas A&M, which pays its co- coach uh, four hundred quadrillion dollars, and they have also lost to Mitsu, which um, which pays its coaches and M- M- McDonald's stock. Uh, a couple other things to notice from teams of note. Penn State did have a nice rebound because Minnesota is um, consistently disappointing. That's, that's the kindest thing I could think to say about Minnesota. Consistently erratic. Yeah. Erratic. Yeah. Just, I, I never, I, that's basically, if you want to go NCAA, create a team midseason replacement, that's that's what you got, Minnesota, every single time. You're like, oh, cool. They're four and three. They're always four and three, no hmm. matter what the actual record is. Uh, Tulane still seven and one, 38-28 over Memphis, baby. Yeah, you got damn right. Well, well and that the, was the, that they that was after they jumped out to a 35-0 halftime lead. Yeah, this was a it was a far more of an ass whooping than it looks like. Will success mm-hmm. go to the the heads of the the angry wave of Tulane? You're damn right because they want they want more <laughs> of it. <laughs> I um I I want to note a sad note. Uh, a few weeks ago, we noted the last time KU started five and zero, they finished zero and seven. Uh huh. Um, Kansas, We're on the way. Kansas is, uh, is almost halfway there. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I. So this occurred to me that Kansas might be in the middle of pulling off one of the saddest things a football team can do without an actual like bad real life tragedy. They might both miss a bowl and lose their head coach to a bigger job. That's fucked up. Yeah. You're right, but it's fucked up. It's um, really fucked up. Stanford, aka expensive Iowa, beat Arizona State 15-14, <laughs> while managing to throw for 320 yards, only put up 15 points. Again, the nibbler, the nibbler <laughs> offense. Yeah. We got a lot of yeah. a lot of nibblers, man. Like we spent all the 2010s, like uh, football is high tech and futuristic, and ever all uh, all the quarterbacks got computers in their arms, and like everything is explosions <laughs> forever. And I, I'm looking at a fucking the score is 16-7, 14-14, 14-20. Those are the games mm-hmm. going on right now in the wild and wacky West Coast. Um, I would like to thank UCF right as everybody was like, I don't know. UCF's kind of frisky. They only got the one loss. They're really piling up wins. I lost to East Carolina by 21. Great. Easy. Not a problem. Understood. Thank you. Don't have to think about you for a good bit. Man, the the committee's going to have to put Tulane in a New Year's Six game. 
Yes, they are. They could put yes, him in there. Oh, give him, put him in. Put him at nine a.m. Just, <laughs> I don't want to think about this. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to, as as my last game of note before uh, turning the floor over to anybody else. I would like to note this: that our continuing experiment. You know, uh, sometimes uh, when you have those little terrariums and you put, uh, it's a completely closed environment, and there's a plant, and there's some water, and then sometimes there's a tree frog in there. Uh, then the tree frog dies and they're like ah we shouldn't have put the frog in there um that is <laughs> florida maybe... science folks <laughs> this was tennessee elementary school so yeah <laughs> put the frog in there it'll be fine give it a biscuit give the frog a biscuit he'll live forever forever um why did he so... die he he didn't believe in our lord and savior jesus he christ didn't believe in our... he died because he ate the biscuit of good and evil <laughs> That's right. It was temptation. This was a parable, and the frog didn't understand that. The, fro- the stupid uh, frog ain't ever read its Bible. So, you know, like the self-contained terrariums, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the, self- the, the self-contained terrarium of pit football that Pat Narduzzi has done and was like, it's self-sustaining. It'll live. We don't need passive. We don't need an offense. I told you guys, this is an experiment. And I do it. All Pat, right. what did you pick for our trip to Mars? Just potato chips. That's it. <laughs> Well, that's how that's how Matt Damon did it, but except they were potatoes, <laughs> I guess. We're gonna poop on the potato chips and we'll grow more. You'll see. We're only still going to we're only going to prove Pat Narduzzi even more right though because he lost to the baffling Louisville Cardinals, a team yeah. actively attempting to remove its coach like a yes. boil, and a coach attempting to remove himself like a boil from the body politic. Of the Louisville Athletic Department. And this yet, is like watching a crash test dummy kick the shit out of a car. <laughs> it's like, that's not how this works. All he wanted to do was lose to Pitt so he could get fired and get that buyout. But no, with only 14 first downs and only 300 yards of offense, Louisville somehow managed to beat Pitt because Pitt kept spitting up the ball like it was belching up magical caramels. It's just, just four, four turnovers. Four turnovers. Pitt hates so, its own offense so much. It just it just lost to Yum Brands Auburn. So Pitt's at 220 points this season. Um, if we go back to last season, what were they at? <sighs> All right, so Pitt last year was average. I, I know points aren't the measure. Don't tell me. Last year's Pitt uh, team averaged 41.4 points per game. This year, before this result, they were down to 35, and they're going to dip even more after that. And they still have to. Well, they play North Carolina, which will sometimes help your points. Yeah, that'll but, bring. But that'll like, boost it they, back up. They play Syracuse. They've got a good defense. They play Miami. That's yeah. All right, maybe this will work out for Pitt after all. Never mind. Yeah, it will. It this will turn out. This will turn out okay. Even though Dak keyed on Slovis, he put down the ball like uh, four three times. <laughs> Two interceptions and, uh, you know, one fumble. Farm, farm, farmble. 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 I still want to hear a pit resident say Israel of Anaconda. I really want to hear how that comes out of a pit resident's mouth. Maybe they nail it. Like, maybe they're like, yeah. And then you're like, hey, can you say Dan Smith? And they're like, Dirge Smith. (laughs) Yeah, this was a, uh, this was, this Saturday, it was just sort of like turnovers. It wasn't memorable. Like there's not, bursts. there's nothing like, you're gonna. There's very little you're gonna remember about this Saturday in particular going forward. But that doesn't mean it wasn't fun. Yeah, 
it's it, yeah it, it's gonna it's gonna i mean we'll remember texas a&m this will this will go in the, the highlight reel of the cavalcade <laughs> failures will but. it or will it just blend in with all the others will it be hard to separate from the other disappointments it's definitely one of their worst losses of the year yeah but they're all pretty bad at this point so <laughs> again again you know who's you know who's gonna keep eating that garbage because someone left it out on the street that's right big shane Big Shane, Daddy. <laughs> big, big Shane. Every year is going to be Shane Beamer emerging, astonished that he survived the wreck. Right? Whoa, crazy! We're in a bowl again. Oh man! Go ahead, they, dump mayo on my head. They got Do Mizzou and want. Vandy up next too. <laughs> oh man! Seven wins, baby. Fucking ranked South Carolina. When Missouri, Missouri is a struggle program right now. If there if there were two results today that made me feel simultaneously better and worse about the state of Florida football, better was LSU. It was like, all right, it's not just Florida. LSU is a good team. Worse was Missouri. It's like, well, fuck, they should have lost to Vandy at home. And Florida barely beat them. So South Carolina was very briefly ranked 24th in 2018. Otherwise, they have not been ranked since 2014. Bring and it back. It seems quite likely they're gonna bring it back. At least spend a week or two there. This has been oh. a good. This has been a good year for like every. We have we let we told the parents like everybody would get ranked for at least a week. Yes, there was. I saw a stat a couple weeks ago about like this. This year is especially high in the number of teams being ranked, and it there is like a lot of pinwheeling going on from yeah. like ten on down. It's great. It's fun. Northwestern's yeah. not going to be one of those teams. No, no. Iowa, the Iowa score 50 on Northwestern challenge, throwing that gauntlet down now. I. <laughs> How many overtimes do they get? Yeah, that's a good because <clears throat> Penn State only won that game 17-7 when they played Northwestern. Wisconsin killed them and they only scored 42 points. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be even worse than you think. This is like. Man, all the mean things and, and true things we said about Iowa, and we just we just like said that they cannot possibly hope to uh, achieve the explosive competence of the Wisconsin offense. That sucks, man. That's where we're at. <laughs> Wisconsin, which if I if I saw the ticker right, has now beaten Purdue sixteen times in a row. Everyone in the Big Ten West is stealing money. <laughs> just money. They're just some motherfuckers stealing money from schools for the job. I like that this is vaguely Bob Seeker. (laughs) (laughs) They're on the road and stealing money. (laughs) Cash and checks, stealing money. Is there there at this point a Big Ten West team that would be like, no, 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 we should keep our coach. Like, if you said, like, hey... (laughs) You can fire you can fire your coach and it won't cost you anything. If we said like we let's take that away. Penalty free. Is there a single Big 10 school that would be like, "Well, we think we we think we got something going here." Just the West? Yes. And are we uh removing athletic department department athletic director um blackmail from the yes yes we are removing <laughs> the fact that gary barta technically <laughs> works for for kirk ferentz yeah the big the yeah, exact for like a Basically. shell corp sort of thing mm-hmm. yep yeah I'm, I'm listen this is not attached to any individual and it, therefore it cannot be construed as libel or slander slander but we're going to go ahead and call that the gary protocol 
that there will be no kickbacks from like, salary. Like, yeah. I, I understand that the answer the answer at this point is Brett Bielema, which is the fucking wildest thing to say, is that Brett Bielema is the coach that they would say, like, no, we want to keep him. What we if what if you went to, like, money? the boosters at each Big Ten West school, besides Illinois, and you said, hey, listen, Brett Bielema wants to come to your school if you fire your Come girl. on sure. over, Brett. Yeah. Let's do it. And I'll you time it. Team. You time it. So you tell them all that, and then they all do it at once. There is <clears throat> there is a realistic scenario where I want to make sure I get this right. Yeah. I think Illinois can clinch the division <laughs> by by November 12th. By November 13th. Fuck. I, I think that can happen because they are up a game in conference play on Purdue and Nebraska. They have Purdue and Nebraska both left to play in their next three games. If they win their next three games, I think they could effectively clinch with, like, two weeks to spare. So then the teams that are, like, clinched super early, their divisions are going to be Clemson and yep. Illinois. Yep. Yep. And then, yep. And, and, yep. and then Brett Bielema needs to get that extension. He yes. Oh, 100%. A gigantic, a gigantic $110 million extension from the University of Illinois, and then he needs to go 2-10. and 10. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the dream. Get the extension and park the bus. Get the that's extension it. and hustle toward that buyout. And, and and you know what he'll do? He'll say, well, I've made the Big Ten Championship as many times as James Franklin has, and it'll be true. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be true. He'll just go, yeah, go back, work for the Patriots for a couple of years, and <laughs> then it, start this it, over again. <laughs> I've made it as many times as Jim Harbaugh has. That's true. That will be true. It's also true. Yeah. <laughs> These are true facts. You can't get mad. Why are you mad at facts? More, right? If we throw in his Wisconsin tenure. Oh, I wasn't even I wasn't even going there. Yeah, yeah. Like he's done it more sure. than almost every other coach in the conference combined. Dude, Maybe. you know what he should do? He know he should just go back to Wisconsin. No. Why not? No. Everyone's happy. <laughs> Why, Why not? Why not? Then they'll pay him 120 they, mil. Wisconsin wants like um the he needs guy, to the, he needs to dangle it. He needs to be like I'm taking the Purdue job first. I'm going to get them to the conference championship. Yeah, yeah. I, I want I want an actual challenge. I'm Meanwhile, Kirk Ferentz is just like I'm not going anywhere. Fuck face. I'm not going anywhere. Nowhere. No. <laughs> None of you can not. make me do a goddamn thing. I'm fully aware, Coach Bielema has an Iowa tattoo on his leg. But I'm, sorry, I'm not retiring. Kirk Ferentz is so close to like you know, you know what I have a tattoo of nothing because that's where I'm going nowhere zero he's so, zip. he's he is so close to Nixon in the Onion right now like the like <laughs> come and get me fuckers <laughs> just all bunkered in with a rifle in the Oval Office because I'm not going anywhere and neither is my offense <laughs> <laughs> oh did we miss anything in this expansive survey of Coaches. sorrow sorrow despair. And the Big Ten West stealing money. This coaching salary buys a lot of basement soup, as it turns out. So good luck waiting me out, fuckers. I've got so many apocalypse buckets. <laughs> so many, so many MREs down here. I'm not gonna shit for ten years. My oh favorite. God, he'll never, and he'll never get bored. He's watched so much Iowa football, he can't. Yeah. <laughs> He's impervious. I, I do think the best Big Twin, Big Ten West rivalry trophy is the apocalypse bucket. <laughs> The old oaken apocalypse bucket <laughs> of bronze. Yeah, listen, if you just add if you just add water and simmer for three days, you get a nutritious thirty gallon barrel of uh, split pea soup. 
It's Welcome delicious. to Big Noon Saturday. It's the battle for the prepper's toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the meal you can shit in. <laughs> they had to, Gus Johnson seriously had to get gassed up for. And here comes the <laughs> Iowa offense. <laughs> Which, if I think he's had to see multiple times at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's like having the Broncos on. They were just like, yeah, over-index on Iowa. Let's just have a bunch of them. <laughs> Folks, we are now three plays away from Tory Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Klatt, why am I feeling nothing? It's a oh. fake. No, it's just a very bad incompletion. <laughs> That's it. Let's see what Alex Padilla could do. Ah, oh, it's oh. a fake. <laughs> Touchdown, not Iowa. <laughs> let's see an uh, Iowa and A and M together. Let's let's <laughs> let's get that bowl game. That's a bowl game we can make happen, right? That's a Music City Bowl. If I ever oh heard man, so if, like, if, so if guess who's if, going? Oh buddy, I'll be on the ground. I will ask for sideline passes. <laughs> that shit. You'll see me on TV, nude, <laughs> eating a biscuit. Hey, there we go. It's time to end the show. It is, it is. Thank you for uh, stopping by, everyone, and uh, enjoying the stylings of Fullcast After Dark. I think the most thorough survey that you're going to get of everything that happened in the week that was in college football. Miami uh, turned it over eight times. My, here's what you got to know. Miami turned it over eight times at Texas A&M is absolute garbage. You could get divorced to seven different people, and you'll still be doing better than Miami. <laughs> How many turnovers do you need to have to beat Miami by 24 points? If you're a basketball school that cranks out neo-fascists, easy. Eight. It's eight. The number it's eight. is eight. Keep that in mind, Boston College. You might need this one day. Yeah, you might, buddy. You might. Okay, y'all. Good night. <laughs>